So, um, what I also found during this survey was that um, pre-2003 studies tended to focus on uh, classical and folk music, and they made reference to these seminal papers by Hevner in 35 and 36, and then later on by Yuslin and Carl Kremansel. But it's only now that we're beginning to see work into whether the types of emotion that are expressed by music are genre-specific. And the latest one I read was by Thomas Erler last year. Um, so that's kind of the basis for this kind of work. So there are many, many, many future extraction toolboxes. I've probably missed out a lot here, but I attended or decided to focus on um, Marsias, the MIR toolbox, the sound description toolbox, and Sound. And uh, I constructed a feature space um, with so 376 features from the MIR toolbox, 24 from Sound 3, the newest version of my size at the time, which was 125. And then I decided to roll back to the f one of the first versions of my size, which was used in the early genre recognition papers, and by Yang in 2007, which had 32. Um, the sound description toolbox, which was 100 187, and then the Lua implementation, which we wrote uh, based on the Lua paper in 2006. But the Lua paper, uh, reference the kind of octave octave based spectral contrast features which appeared in Xiang in 2002. So um, here's just a, a rough description of uh, the low implementation. Um, so it has it splits the features into classes, intensity, timbre, and rhythm. And here are examples of kind of rough classes of those features. So in order to test the efficacy of these features, we um, used two corpora. The first one was um, created from the last FM, it had 100 tracks, and we queried the last FM database via the API with emotion words from the circumplex model. And you can see some examples of what we got back. Um, the reason we did that was, that, I mean, possibly these were annotated by thousands or tens of thousands of listeners. We also used the Yang 60 corpus, which appeared in 2007, but we reduced the numbers slightly just to have a balance in each one of the emotion classes, just so that it would be a fair comparison. And the main point here is that the last FM100 and the Yang 40 are completely independent. So what we did was we, we used the last FM corpus just with some cross-validation to, to find out how our models behaved. And then, once we had a kind of rough idea of which ones we thought were the best, we would use the last FM to train these models, and then the Yang corpus to um, validate that model. And we're just looking for simple, generalizable models. That was the reason why we used this independent corpus, to, to try and find out how, how generalizable <coughs> how these models would transfer over different corpora. So in terms of the cross-validation results, we used a tenfold CV. Uh, we used the first 10 features from the um, feature selection methods to learn the classifiers. And you can see that um, the Lua implementation and the combined feature set out slightly outperform all the other um, feature extraction toolboxes. And actually the maximum was 0.65 with um, SVM relief F for the Lua implementation, and with Naive Bayes and Infogain it was 0.64, so it's pretty close. So 
In terms of independent evaluation results, so this is where we train with the last FM corpus and then we validate with this um, Yang 40. We see that with 10 features, the low implementation uh, performed quite well, 0.65. Then we reduced the features to 5 and then 3. Um, but the combined feature space had slightly, slightly higher classification accuracies. So this is what the um, combined feature set looked like. Um, I'll just explain that. So they were, they were primarily dominated by these timbral descriptors. I was pleased to hear that these were the most important for the emotion classification. Um, but there was also a contribution from kind of distance and sharpness, some tone, a tonal feature, and then intensity. So um, really, what we saw that the low implementation on its own performed really, really well. But there was a slight improvement when we can, when we add or we, we contribute from other toolboxes. So this was just a sort of uh, it's not really an exhaustive uh, coverage of all all of the toolboxes, but it's we're working towards now using these this type of method to uh, to try and gauge emotions expressed by popular music using kind of specially prepared um, music. Um, and we're trying to really balance the kind of experimental control and ecological validity. So we've sourced music from uh, production libraries. So it, it tends to be written in the style of. So um, we've also removed the lyrics. So we're trying to kind of recreate this sort of popular music, but take away these mental associations so that it's possible that you've never heard it before. It'll sound like something, but you may have never heard that actual music before. And, but, but by doing this, we can then concentrate on the specific musical features in the context of pop music. And as a further measure, we're looking at feature fusion techniques uh, that involve different, I would say, probably mid-level features to try and kind of strengthen the classification. And that's all. Thank you.